0: jersey devil fans and welcome to the trap i'm your host bill botch on today's episode we are going to dive into my top five bold predictions for the 2022-23 new jersey devil season mind you bold okay these are crazy predictions but if a couple things break our way i do believe that these are possible so let's have some fun with it ready okay fellas let's get it on bold prediction number one The Devils finish in the top 25%, top 8 teams in the league, in goals against. That is right, the Devils last year finished 28th in the league, with only 4 teams worse than them, surrendering 302 goals over the course of the year. It was brutal. This year, I believe the Devils will finish in the top 8 of the league. Last year, in order to finish in the top 8 of the league, you had to surrender 231 goals, so... That is a 71 goal difference that the Devils would have to be making up from last year to this year. So you say, Bill, how is that going to happen? Well, first of all, Vitek Vanacek is going to be a big answer to that question. I think bringing Vanacek in, he's young, he's still trying to make a name for himself, he's still trying to prove that he can be a number one goalie. He is going to push Mackenzie Blackwood. Mackenzie Blackwood has obviously had a rough last two years. Last year in particular with the injury, he had a heel injury. He kind of had a little of a bit of a falling out with the franchise and upper management during uh, the beginning of the COVID. Then he, he had another, uh, he had a beef with the, with the team over whether he should be playing or not uh, with his injury He's coming on to a a contract season, and I think that Blackwood is going to have a little heat behind him and Venetek is going to push him to try to take over that crease. One or two things is going to happen. Either Blackwood's going to step up and he's going to show that he can be the goalie that we think he can be, or Venetek's going to take it. But either way, I think we have two solid options in net this year. For the first time in three years, uh, we have a real goaltending tandem it's going to make a big difference. It's, it, our save percentage last year was atrocious. I believe it was eight eight one, and I think that's going to take a huge step up. On top of that, we don't have Ty Smith, who is obviously an incredible defensive liability, turning the puck over, horrible puck making decisions, physically uh, being being pushed around. It really had a tough go of it last year. John Marino comes in. I think he's more responsible. He'll be more consistent defensively. He'll be stronger on our back end. While he might not produce the same kind of points and get on the the stat sheet the way that Ty Smith would, I do think the most important thing for the Devils is keeping the puck out of the net at this point. And I think we're going to end up surprising some people with our goaltending and with our defensive. Obviously, Dougie Hamilton, is going to be trying to have a bounce-back year. Dougie broke his jaw last year by taking a puck to the face, and while he missed some time, I think even when he came back, he was wearing a face shield, and he still wasn't himself. So I'm expecting a big bounce-back year from Dougie Hamilton. I like the Devils defensively this year, and I think if we can jump into that top quarter of the league in goals against, it should propel us up the league standings. Bold prediction, number two. The Devils finish in the top two of the Metro by January 1st. So coming out of Christmas and going into the new year, I think the Devils will end up in the first or second place in the Metro division. How is that, you say? Well, the Devils clearly have a favorable schedule coming out of the gate. We play a lot of teams who are in... The same kind of position that we were in last year, the bottom quarter of the league. We play Philly, we play Detroit, Anaheim, the Islanders, San Jose, Detroit again. we We have a lot of favorable matchups. We have a strong home schedule in October. We have some teams like the Islanders who I think if you want to be a serious playoff contender, you have to be able to beat teams like the Islanders, teams in your division that are on the same talent level as you. If not, we have more talent, I believe. You have the Capitals. These are teams that are getting older. They're going to be missing John Carlson, Nick Backstrom, Tom Wilson, key pieces of their team. I think it's important and if it's a changing of the guard, I think it's time to do it. If you're going to ever beat these teams, the Pittsburghs, the, the Washingtons of the Metro, this is the time to do it. You do it now. You get off to a hot start. You get the snowball rolling downhill. You get some hope in that team. You get your power play together. And I think the Devils can have a sweet run. In November, they have a Western Canada home trip, which is pretty tough. I think they can go one or two out of there. But then they come home. They got a tough game against Calgary, but then they play Ottawa, Arizona. They play the Canadians. They play Ottawa again. And then you have a game versus Buffalo, the Capitals, uh, and even the Rangers, which is – so I I think November is favorable. And the same thing going into December, you get the Flyers, you get the Blackhawks, you get the Islanders, you get the Flyers again, and you get Boston. Boston could be without Brad Marchand. Uh, So there's a lot of good things. I think the Devils could get out of the gate really strong if they could stay healthy, if they could have good goaltending, if these lines shake out and get some scoring and you get some chemistry, and Dougie Hamilton looks like the player that we know he could be. I also think that if the Devils were to get off to a slow start and not be in the top two of the Metro, or if they drop some easy games, the coaching switch will happen soon. So while we might not go into the new year in the top two of the Metro, I do believe that we'll be in a better position than we were last year because management Tom Fitzgerald will be a little quicker to flip the switch and give uh, Lindy Ruff the hook and get Andrew Burnett in there as the head coach. So that is a bold prediction. If we do, you got to like our chances going into January and February. I think that momentum culture in the locker room positivity for once let these guys get a sense of winning let them know that they're the next coming of next generation of devils next generation of young talent in the nhl i think it goes a long way and i think it improves our shot for a playoff chance down the stretch bold take number three Fabian Zetterlin can't get into his equipment because he's so jacked. That's right. I think Fabian Zetterlin has been spending even more time in the gym this summer. He looks bigger than ever. I have a feeling he's going to have a problem finding equipment to get around his body. And I think he might be the first NHL player to ever play in a game with no equipment. That would be something, wouldn't it? Now, seriously, number three. Alexander Holtz makes the team and scores 20 goals. I know, he's had a rough go of it. He hasn't scored a goal yet. I think he's played in nine NHL games, hasn't scored a goal yet, but if you've listened to this podcast before and if you've talked to people, the kid looks like he's in great shape. He's been training with Jesper and Philip Bratt over in Sweden. He looks like he's lost some weight. He looks stronger. He looks confident. The kid has an insane shot. If he can somehow have a great camp and work his way onto a line with Heisher or Hughes, especially Hughes, watch out. It could be a lot of fun. He loves to shoot from anywhere. It's, it's really a thing of beauty, and Hughes will open up the ice for him, get him some looks, and he if he starts scoring, I believe that's going to be a thing that his confidence is going to go through the roof, and it could, it could be a trickle-down effect. The next thing you know, he could start stringing some goals together. I also believe that if he scores twenty goals, he's gonna be in the Calder Candidate uh conversation as well. So I like Alex Holtz going into camp. I can't wait to see what he's gonna do. But if they put him on a top two line, I'm predicting twenty goals. Uh that's a bold prediction too. I'm putting myself out there. I, I you know, it's probably somewhere around fifteen, but I think he could put twenty in if he plays with Jack. Now if they put him on the third line, that could be a little more difficult. So Hopefully, he gets his chance of playing in the top six role. Number four. This is my favorite, and I do believe this will happen. Nico Heischer scores 30 goals this year. Nico, last year, to me, looked like a different player in the second half of the season. Now, he's never scored more than 21 goals in a year. So, this would be almost a 50% increase on his previous total goal. Season total. So it would be a big jump for him, but I just like the way I saw his confidence last year. He drove net, he dominated, he used his body correctly, he was able to keep pucks down low and move them around and get them around to people. I think if the power play comes together, and I have faith in Andrew Burnett, if the power play can come together, I like Heisher scoring 30 goals. And if Heisher scores 30 goals, you ready? I think he's in the, the Selkie uh, candidate position. I think they start talking about him, about a Selkie. I mean, when we drafted him and we looked at him, we had that Patrice Bergeron award uh, thing, and we were comparison, this is it. I think if Nico comes out, scores 30 goals, plays a 200-foot game the way that he does, boom, he is going to be a Selkie nominee. That is my fourth take. And then my fifth take, with all these things come together, is the Devils make the playoffs. The Devils go from having 63 points last year to 96 points. And that is incredible, incredible jump. I do believe it could happen. Um, we need some things to go our way, especially health. The guys have to stay healthy. I do believe that it's possible that some things break our way this year. It's just been a, a couple years of just bad luck, pretty much, between Corey Crawford uh, leaving the team and retiring, you know, going into camp, Jonathan Bernier, hip injury, Blackwood, heel injury. We're going to get some goaltending. We're going to get some veteran experience that's going to come in. Nico's going to score 30 goals. Our first-round high-end draft pick, Alex Holtz, is going to come in. He's going to put some goals in. The Devil's defense is going to tighten up. Dougie Hamilton is going to turn out to be the defenseman who runs our power play and becomes uh, basically uh, another offensive threat on the back end that we know he could be. I believe in Severson. Siegenthaler is going to shut people down. The Devils are going to be down the stretch. If they can get through the month of March, down the stretch and get off to a hot start for the first two and a half, three months of the season, I believe that in April, it could come down to these games at the very end of the season. And I kind of like what I'm seeing here. So let's check this out real quick. So April, we get Chicago. We get Pittsburgh at home, Columbus at home, Buffalo, the Capitals. These are all winnable games. I, li- I like it. I think that if we have a chance to win those games, that these kids will be hungry enough, they will want it more than the Penguins, Columbus, Buffalo, and even Boston down the stretch. This is our time to make the playoffs. I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, There's a couple other ones that I had off the top of my mind that didn't make the list. One was just that the Devils were going to be healthy this year. It's been so long, um, and Jack Hughes is not a big guy by any means. But, you know, you've seen other guys that are his size, the Patrick Kane's of the world, the Johnny Gaudreau's of the world, and they've managed to stay healthy. I mean, getting hit in the face with pucks year after year between Nico and... And Dougie Hamilton. There was a stretch last year where we had like five people hit in the face with pucks in a matter of two games. They, they weren't they weren't season ending, or people didn't miss a ton of time. But it's just the point. I think not having PK Subban on the point firing pucks at people's heads is probably a good start to this situation. But I like where the Devils are at. I'm excited to see what happens in camp. I'm excited to see. Oh, I got I got one more actually. And this actually is probably my biggest, to be honest with you. Thomas Tatar. Thomas Tatar is going to have a huge season. And I know you guys are thinking, no way, no way. Well, that's why this is a bold takes episode, okay? Thomas Tatar, not only is he going to make the lineup, which some people don't have him in, they don't, they don't see a place for him. Thomas Tatar is going to have over 20 goals and could and, potentially could be playing in the top six by the end of the year. I think this is a huge season for him. I don't believe that he was nearly the player. He's much better than the player that he showed he was last year. And I see a big bounce back year for for Tatar. So I think we have a lot of things that could bounce our way. These are exciting times to be a Devils fan. I'm sitting in my basement on a beautiful Friday afternoon, which is strange. But nonetheless wanted to get this podcast out to you guys. I want to hear your hot takes. I saw a couple funny ones already. One was Mason Gearson scores a goal. That was <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm digging it. Uh, another one was Nico Dawes ends up in net. Let's hope not. That would mean that one of our two uh, two goalies is hurt. So we have a lot of good things to look forward to. Rookie camp starts in just a couple days, and we'll. Uh, We'll keep you guys updated on everything. But there are my bold takes for the 2022-23 season. Be sure to comment. And uh, looking forward to talking to you guys later on in the week, all right? Billy the Kid from The Trap. I'm out.
1: Style leather with flesh on the line. Words weapons sharpened knives makes you wonder how the other half died. Other half died. Makes you wonder, wonder, wonder. Well, here come the but the look in his eye, it's fair on nothing but full of pride. Looking him go, looking him kick, makes you wonder how the other half lives. You're uncertain, but certainly slight Look at the faces, listen to the bells It's hard to believe we need a place called hell place called hell The devil inside, the devil inside Every single one of us, the devil inside The devil inside, the devil inside a single one of us, the devil inside Ooh. Flesh on the minds Words and weapons, the knives Makes you wonder how the other half died The devil inside, the devil inside Every single one of us, the devil inside The devil inside, the devil inside Every single one of us, the devil inside